Welcome to Walk Together Fiercely, a podcast community where you belong. A place where we can use our voices, share our stories, and spread messages of love and connection. I would like to start out by saying how grateful I am to be born at this time, into a time and a place where it is safe for us to speak. I do not take this privilege for granted, and I am grateful for the women that have walked before me. And we send out love to the people and places that still lack this safety and freedom. It would be easier for us to stay small and silent, to let the fear win, the fear that is bone deep, that has a cellular memory within us, telling us it is unsafe to speak. Today, we choose courage, we choose love, and with that intention, we walk together fiercely into a conversation that rarely gets spoken. This conversation might stir you, wake something deep within you. You might feel it physically, or it may stir up emotions. Be with it, breathe, and allow the words to move through you, to awaken parts of you that have been silenced, ignored, and shamed. This podcast is largely inspired by the book Witch by Lisa Lister. She is magic, as are you. If you love this conversation and want more, then definitely seek out her book and follow her on Instagram at Sassy Lisa Lister. She shares so much wisdom and is passionate about connecting women back to their innate wisdom. You can find us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. We love to hear from you. Please share your thoughts and feelings with us. While you are supporting us, please also share our podcast with your friends. Subscribe to it, give us a five-star rating, and leave a beautiful comment. We truly appreciate it. This episode is so important to me. I hope you like it as well. Let's walk together fiercely through a conversation about our history and how we come back to our magic. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Tara. I'm excited for this episode. A little bit nervous, but I think we're going to have fun with it. We're going to talk about witches today. Yes, we freaking are. We are bringing in the witch. (laughs) People are already going like, what? (laughs) What are these witches talking about? (laughs) I've just, I've read a couple books and I took down a bunch of notes. I felt so inspired. I felt like something inside me woke up and Mm. is mad, (laughs) but there's just a history that we don't all know very much about. There's not a lot written about it. It's kind of just been swept under the rug. So I think that I wanted to do like a little history class here. Talk about it and talk about how we all have a bit of witch in us. Yeah, we do. I love it. I I love it. I love and you know, I love history. So yeah, let's let's bring forward a little bit of the history of the witch. It's not all pleasant, is it? No. Oh, my goodness. So from what I've read, it is like 13 million women that were killed. And it's not all women. There were definitely men too that 
we're on the witchy spectrum. Huh. 15 million. Un that's that's unfathomable. No, like over the course of history of time, right? Yeah, so it went for three centuries. I think the 14th to the 17th century is what I read. Hmm. And it's interesting because before the 19th century, the written word was only by men. So you think if anything in the history was written about this, it is from men. And the men would have been the ones doing the killing, right? So right. it's it's crazy that this story just would have went down with these women. So I've been juicing up a bit there's a book witch by lisa lister that is incredible if you want to read more about this stuff please read her book she speaks how the history would have been written by men but before there was his story there was her story and her story was one of mother earth like we had this Mm. reverence for the earth connection we had reverence and respect for women and their body that could their bellies would swell they would birth babies and then feed babies from their body like this was seen as so sacred yeah as it should be yes and now it's more chalked up to just our job like this is our job is to reproduce so it's really interesting to me how we've lost that connection and now we're at a point in history where we want to find that connection back again like that connection to ourselves to each other and to the earth I really think that right now, part of our purpose as women is to change the narrative, right? And you can see it happening. That's really exciting. But it also, when we delve into this, uh, Tara, it explains so much about our culture and how we are as women, even with one another. Yes. And like, even as we go to record this, like my hands are cold, my jaw feels shaky, like it's there is this fear that is so bone deep and it still is affecting all of us today. So I want to talk a little bit about the history and then a little bit of how it is affecting us today and then how we move forward with this. Love it. Let's delve. Because which used to be termed for wise woman. So this was like a postmenopausal woman who had finished her bleeding years, collected all the wisdom in those years. Mm-hmm. And then these women would pass down this knowledge, this information verbally, like they would speak to each other, they would share this wisdom with their neighbors, they would teach it to their daughters. And we've lost that, like it's, Mm -hmm. these women would have been illiterate, they wouldn't have written, they wouldn't have been reading books, they just knew this wisdom. And the, the witches were the healers of these poor communities, these people would come to them, and they would cook the meals, or they would use herbs, or they could help with childbirth so these were just healers and in this killing of the witches which they did it was it started with the church and they said that you could kill witches and then there was a book written about it and then they all just went out and did it and it moved across europe over three centuries right and 13 million they would do i read in one book that they would do 600 women a year they would do two a day except on sundays and it would be a public showing and it was really a time to practice um, different types of torture. And it was really gruesome. There's another book, Witches, Midwives, and Nurses by Barbara Ehrenreich and Deidre English. And I will share both of these books on our Instagram page okay, because good. they're great. If you want some history on it. This must have created so much fear at that time for you know just anybody thinking that somebody could think 
that they were a witch. So if you put a cold cloth on somebody's warm forehead, you know, are you like, how do you like, I can't even imagine. I, I don't even understand. Yes. And that is kind of how it turned into. And there's a quote by Sylvia Federici. She says, witch hunts introduced a system of terror to all yeah. women. And from that system emerged a new, much more acceptable model of femininity to which women would have to conform in order to be socially accepted in the developing capitalist society. So that makes sense. If you're not complying and you're quiet and you're a good girl and you're being subordinate to men, then you run the risk of being a witch. It became ridiculous. Like it was stuff like if you had a cat, if you spoke to animals, if you knew how to do herbal medicine or your neighbor didn't like you, if you could help women through birth and pain, like these things would all, you'd be a witch. You'd be a but, witch even if you just spoke up. Like, Gosh, it just, it just makes no sense, Tara, because what would there have been other than herbal medicine? For yes. example, there was no antibiotics. There was no Tylenol. There was no, there was none of those things at that time. Like all you would have had was herbal medicine. And they're like a, a midwife to deliver your child is exactly what you would have needed at that time. So these are the people that were being persecuted. Yes. Gosh. Especially the midwives, the midwives got, and that's a whole nother topic because they came in killing these women saying that this type of medicine, you, it just stomped down that type of medicine so that you could have the universities, the medical schools hold that elite position as doctor. Hmm. Right. That's big. So there was a book right. written in 1486 by Heinrich Kramer and it was called the Malleus Maleficarum, which translates to hammer of the witches. And it was this whole book written on how to find a witch, how to kill a witch. And the thing is it, the Pope gave authority to find witches and kill them and denying them a fair trial. And a witch to them was any strong woman, healers, and there could be men in there, but they wanted absolute authority and they didn't want their authority questioned by women. Right. So it's a very big silencing thing. And this still ripples through us. So this shows up in us today, like for women to be obedient, to be submissive, to think that our menstrual cycles and our innate wisdom is a place of shame and sin. Right. We are supposed to be subordinate to men and the role of reproducers, it was devalued to just being our job. And we're seeing this show up with, depression, anxiety, eating disorders continue to rise, cosmetic right. surgeries being the fastest growing medical procedure. And then in the 21st century, the sale of feminine beauty products tripled. And then the whole porn industry, like it's all built from this place where we decided to disrespect the feminine, devalue that wisdom. And I um, think we need to come back to a place of this. You know, one of the things that also strikes me as you're speaking uh, about this, Tara, is our not only do we have a disconnect between feminine wisdom and the beautiful balance that feminine energy brings, like we also have a disconnect to mother earth here. Yes. Uh, because you can see how, like when it just occurred to me, like, I, I mean, I, I guess I, this is not something I didn't know. It's just maybe the way you've said it to me. I just had one of those aha moments of, well, what else would there have been other than herbal medicine? And mm -hmm. we have absolutely moved away from that into things that are more scientific and fact-based. Again, not trusting that incredible inner wisdom that we have and the incredible wisdom that women bring forward. 
Yes. And all of the beautiful medicines that we are gifted to from earth. Yeah. If we can have that reverence and respect. We have everything that we need here. But I think it really comes down to like power, control, money. Right. And mm. they would get, they would have like sisters turning in sisters and women turning against each other there at these go. times to save themselves. And that is still bone deep in us where we feel this competition between women instead of a rising together a sharing of wisdom like let's share this wisdom let's speak with our voices Mm -hmm. and I like this quote by Lisa Lister and so witches it's time to wake it's time to remember for ourselves and for our planet as women we carry the stories the pain and the fear of the women who've gone before us I call back my power now we call back our power now and that's so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think that when I want to speak about this, because we all have this energy within us, like, and spiritually, if we have all been all of it before, there is that resonation bone deep in us. And this is men too. men have this feminine energy within them. They have this intuition and this wisdom within them. It's not yeah. us versus them, him versus her, any of that. It's, not at all. It's an energy in our history that is, been really suppressed and it's time for it to come back up it's time for us to come back to community and come back to our our innate wisdom I love it you know one of the things that I don't care for is the negative connotation that the word witch even still to this day contains it's she's a witch or a bitch right like that negative connotation of a woman who is maybe empowered or in her empowered place who yes. speaks well, we up. see the word we see the word witch or we hear witch and we picture like this old hag with yeah, a word on her nose and a, she's <laughs> ugly and she's scary right but and that I think is just another way to bring this fear in because and this is another quote by Lisa Lister, the more we fear the witch, the more we fear our own power, which was and still is exactly the point of patriarchal propaganda. So Mm. it's, if they can keep us afraid and separate, then they can have the power. If we're running around trying to be super mom and work and look beautiful and we care about the cosmetic stuff, they've just got us running around. We're distracted, right? distracted from our power and our wisdom yes so Tara I find it really interesting in so many ways like I'm just like I'm just having all kinds of like little explosions go off in my head here and (laughs) it's like what I love is that even before there were textbooks written about what happens to your body at the stage of your life and what happens during pregnancy a lot of this was spoken And so much of this is spoken Mm -hmm. through, you know, sharing between women, sharing between family members, mothers and daughters and grandmothers. Mm -hmm. And this is what was considered witchy. Mm -hmm. I'm not even comprehending how crazy this is. Yeah, it was just this big suppression of women and wisdom I think for power and control, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's devastating. I read these books and it gives a lot of detail and things that went on and you just feel it viscerally. Like there's mm-hmm. something in you that just wakes up and it just does not make sense. Yeah. It's, 
it's a big deal. It is. It's, wanna... it's really, oh, sorry. You're going to share, you're going to share one of the quotes. I have another question to ask when you're done. Ask your question. Well, I just want to say like, it's so, like, there's so many things I think that I can see how this has maybe played out in our lives, even to present day of how much we don't talk about, how much we keep secret, how much we don't share. Thinking just in terms of like the women's reproductive system or, you know, going through a menstrual cycle and going through, you know, giving birth or talking about the human female body as, as an opportunity for pleasure, not you know, just baby making machine, right? I don't think that yeah. women speak about our own pleasure or our own sexuality in a way that comes from a place of empowerment. I think it more comes from a place of shame. Yes, I think that there's a lot of shame. And in one of the books, it quotes that witch's power was ultimately derived from her sexuality. So any women that showed any interest in sex and sexuality were labeled as a witch and it was that they had this power over the men and they would just they would call it the devil <laughs> but that is our it, our power does really lie there and of course women can misuse this power or use it inappropriately but we also can own it and feel our power and that is part of being female and i think that the shame it comes with fear like if we were if we were killed for this it's going to just have this bone deep fear in us. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is, so when, and it does, it puts the women against each other, right? You're wanting to save yourself. And when 13 million women are getting killed, we want to do what we can to stay safe. And I think now that we are safe where we're living in this part of the world, it's time to open up, call each other in, start having this community, start talking about women's bodies, start lifting the veil of shame. Mm -hmm. So I want to read the definition of what a witch is. So yeah. that all, uh, all these witches listening can uh, <laughs> raise their hand. <laughs> this is, again, from Lisa Lister's book, Witch. Oh my goodness, buy it. It's so good. A witch is an unapologetic woman. She alchemizes experiences and emotions. She's a woman with power, agency, and sovereignty, and she has it on her terms. She creates and manifests. She is self-sourced. She freely communes with nature, spirit, God, goddess. Choose your own semantics without needing a go-between. And you speak so much about this. This is us connecting to our intuition, right, Michelle? It's an inc I am. I love this. I, I absolutely love this definition. So being a witch is being a woman in her power. It's being someone who trusts her inner authority and doesn't look outside herself for validation and or approval. Hmm. It's being someone who uses her own personal magic to navigate and negotiate the environment she currently finds herself in. Fucking awesome. Right? Yeah. So we are all witches. <laughs> all, we all just need to connect more to ourselves, to our own personal power, to what we want and be able to shake some of the fear to be able to stand in that. Because that's where our magic is. That is totally where our magic is. I, I just love this. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I can say, honestly, that I'm excited about is that I am hearing more people speak about it. I am hearing more people uh, step into their own power in even even if it's in small ways, but going more and more. Think about my own beautiful circle of friends and how if I looked around the circle of 
of friends that I have, how incredibly empowered all of them are, like, you know, doing incredible things in their lives, really cool jobs, you know, stepping into more and more responsibility, if that's what they choose. Like, Mm -hmm. I I really love seeing it. I just want to see a whole lot more of it. Yes. And supporting each other through it. Like I'm seeing in the last year, so many of the women around me that are like us included, let's celebrate our courage here. But these women that are choosing to shine their light and stand in their beautiful gifts and talents and share them with the world. Like I'm seeing so many more women step up and share and be on a podcast or go and start something new and just sharing, like trusting enough in themselves and that their gifts are enough and they're sharing it and offering it to the world. And it's just birthing something really beautiful. Absolutely. And I also think that it's not like women trying to take over the world. You know, it's not about that. It's not about women are better than men. Men are better than women. It's not about any kind of competition. It's just about women standing in their truth, being acknowledged as equals. Yes, equal and different. Like we're yeah, not trying we're equal to be and different. like men. No. Yeah, we're not trying to be like men. Men have their gifts, their talents, but women also have theirs. And for so many years, it was suppressed, not honored, even shame with it. Like that there's guilt for just being a woman or et cetera, et cetera. These stories of this inequality between the two genders. Like no matter mm. how the cookie crumbles, there's been then gender inequality. And I think mm-hmm. that we're not saying that women deserve to be more better. This is not because we are all on this planet together. Mm -hmm. We are all one. We need men. We need women. We need collectively for us all to come together and to live more harmoniously. So, and I think in, if you believe in past lives, it's, we've all been all of it. It, it, Gender doesn't matter in that way, but in this place and time, we are wanting that divine feminine to rise up so we can come together and we can honor our earth. Right. Yeah. I think it just brings a whole lot of greater balance to our earth that is just so needed, our whole planet, to our citizens of the world, to our culture, to our society, when we bring balance and allow that beautiful yin yang, uh, gorgeous flow of energy. Yes, and honoring both that they both are beautiful in their different ways. And I think I would also like to shine a light on women bringing in more gentleness for themselves, because for all this time... We've been asking for equality or that we can do it too. And we're looking to almost live in a man's world or be like a man, but taking a step back from that and seeing our own beauty, that our cycle goes more on a monthly cycle, that we're more tuned in like the moon is. It's not so much a 24 hour, like go, go, go cycle. Our energy is going to flow within the month. And there's, that's not a bad thing. Like we're not less than men because we are different than them. No, absolutely not. And I think that, you know, both men and women can benefit from at sometimes channeling whatever it is that you need in your within your own energies. We think about the different characteristics and qualities about men and women. And I'm not just trying to generalize here, even though that's how it's going to come across. I know it is. Men have the qualities of strength, uh, power. They come kind of with that. Yeah, they kind of come with that little bit of energy. And I'm not saying every man on the planet needs to be that or should be that. Women are tend to be more nurturing, a little bit more caring. 
I see in my own husband, John, times when he is just an absolutely beautiful nurturer, where he's channeling his inner nurturing being. And Mm -hmm. he's really bringing that forward and really allowing that to shine. And I can see other times where he really brings strength. And I can also see that within me, times where I've needed to totally find and, and channel my inner strength and to be strong. And maybe it's speaking up or maybe it's just having resiliency, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then there are times when I am absolutely a beautiful nurturer. So I think that both lives in all of us. And I think that what is really lovely is when we allow for that beautiful balance. But what I love about the things that you're sharing today, and one of my takeaways is, is to really allow the empowerment of your beautiful feminine energy to shine in your own way. Yes, I love that. And I love you for saying that we all are both of it and at different times. And this is not to say that all these horrible things that happen to women, like men have their story too. They're more the warriors. They've had to be strong and be warriors and go out. Like they have their trauma history as a gender as well. I wanted to shine a bit of light on the history of the witches, give some resources. These books are amazing. I will share them on our Instagram. And just to lean into that piece of ourselves a little bit more and play with that magic because us being afraid of our intuition or afraid of our knowings and our magic is just keeping us small. And in the Mm. world that we're living in right now, it's not a time to be small and afraid. It's a time to tap into our magic. (laughs) Just 100% is. That's so cool, Tara. I absolutely love this. You know, storytelling is a powerful tool that has been used throughout our entire history. Stories can be used with different intentions. They can be used to pass along vital information, cultural traditions, celebrations, sacred ceremony, and history or her story. It can also be used to scare people into submission, to control, to create a narrative that suits the powers that be. We are at a place where we are hopefully a little bit wiser, that we are more connected than ever, and that every time we bring truth to the surface and speak a narrative that is more in line with the authentic truth, we take back our power just a little bit more. Images of witches showing evil, wart-nosed or green women huddling over a boiling cauldron, cackling and plotting evil, riding through the sky on a broom has been a story that we were told since we were children. Perhaps we had no idea that this was a story perpetuated through time and used as a form of control and disempowerment. It is absolutely time to change this narrative and to reclaim our divine feminine energy. Although there is movement towards equality, there is still so much more to go. It's so important that both men and women strive towards more balance within. We will not move forward without more harmony, changing the narrative bringing forward the truth and sharing it authentically helps us to release the need for competition, jealousy, name-calling. Women are incredibly powerful to be sure. A woman can grow and birth a life. Mic drop. Feminine energy is beautiful. 
and important, and it needs to be valued more by each and every one of us. As we bring forward and value our feminine and masculine attributes and qualities, we will be part of creating a more balanced world. Take care with the names that you use and the judgments that you make. Take some time to learn more about the stories of the past, who shared those stories and why, who benefited from stories that are really all about fear-mongering. Let's spread the love, the truth, and embrace our authenticity. As women, let's embrace our divine feminine energy and all that we are and all that we are capable of. Our reproductive process, our menstrual cycles, our wombs are so deeply connected to the force of all creation and it is truly miraculous. Your womb is your creative center, your own little cauldron. So what will you create? How will you stand proudly in your own empowered being? Tara has this great t-shirt that I just really love and it simply says, this is my resting witch face. I just love this. We are wise women. We are sages, beautiful beings who have earned our laugh lines, our wrinkles, our stretch marks and gray hairs. We are powerful beyond measure. As we embrace this in the most loving, kind and nurturing ways, we will create more love on the planet. Do not forget that within this beautiful goddess is a lioness that is ready to roar when she needs to. So if this episode has brought up any feelings, emotions, or those little resonations within you, it is so okay. We haven't really delved into past lives on this podcast as an episode topic, but we will in future. There's so much truth to the fact that you have been here before, that you have lived another life at another time. You may have experienced a trauma in another life and experiences in a lifetime that can cause triggers uh, and memories were like deja vu. And so I just want you to know that it's okay that you are safe, that you are loved, that you are wise, that you are cherished. In this feeling of safety, let's just take a moment for a breath of peace. Take a moment to close your eyes and begin taking some beautiful, slow, deep and deliberate breaths. It's a beautiful signal to just allow your body to slow down and to tune inwards. Taking your attention to your sacral chakra. This is the area above your pelvic bone and below your belly button. This area is in need of some TLC. And so let's take your attention here and breathe some beautiful energy into this chakra. Imagine that the energy that you are breathing is the color of a gorgeous sunset. Those deep golden and orangey hues. With every breath you draw inwards, you draw in this beautiful golden orangey energy. Imagine this area expanding 
growing as you acknowledge it. And as you do so, it begins to radiate a beautiful light of its own. Moving in a clockwise motion, this energy center is the beautiful home of your creativity, your self-worth, and your value. Send love and appreciation. Acknowledge your worth, your value, and the creative parts of your being. See this area radiating such beautiful light and love energy to your entire being and to all that surrounds you. Women, I want to invite you to send loving energy to your womb space. See it filling with light. It contains so much wisdom. And so speak to it now. What does your womb need you to know right now? Breathing in nice and deep. Send love to your beautiful inner witch. You are safe. You have the power to create a new story, a new narrative, and to share it from a place of love, not fear. Breathing this energy in giving yourself a beautiful hug, releasing your breath long and slow until next time, only love and light from you and only love and light to you. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, uh, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan. Any medical information provided is information only and is not to be used for diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information is not a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance and treatment of specific medical conditions.